Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. I'm Norma Jean Belenke, Podbean's Head of Events. And in this episode, we're so excited to have Katrin Skipertis with us. Katrin is known for her expertise in podcast marketing and audience development. Today, we'll delve into effective strategies for audience growth, discussing both the challenges and the successes for how to grow your show. Make sure to listen through to the end of this episode for actionable tips that Katrin will share, perfect for taking your podcast to the next level. Stay tuned, and here we go. Hi, Katrin. How's it going? Hi, Norma. How are you? Good, good. I'm so excited to chat with you today. And we're going to talk about a couple of different things, right? From podcast growth for indie podcasters, people doing it on their own, all the way up to like big branded strategy for how to grow a podcast for a brand that's part of a larger marketing strategy. So in terms of audience growth, I want to first start out with a little bit of digital marketing. So when we're talking about digital marketing strategies that podcasts or podcast companies, production companies, or indie podcasters can employ, what are some strategies that you recommend to enhance growth? Well, there are the classics. So starting with cross-promotion with other podcasts. So you can do that internally in a network, externally. This work consists of strategically determined cross-promotion opportunities, whether they be one-on-one, so two podcasts swap the exact amount of impressions in the exact ad spot, say a mid-roll, agree to do a host thread swap, start on the same day, and that could be one way of doing things. Or you can do a unique ad swap. So say across a network where maybe one show is on a hiatus, but still does, let's say 50,000 impressions a month and a new show on the network needs a push. So I can find a network who we can play around with those impressions promoting the new show while their show is promoted on the, the show on hiatus. Then there's Also ways you can do cross-promotion across social media or cross-channel exchanges, say newsletter mentions in exchange for an interview. It's about finding a way to trade own space and bartering impressions to get in front of a new audience. Outside of cross-promotion, there's guesting on other podcasts. There's also social media, so posting both organically and through paid promotion, as well as working to get mentioned in newsletters and publications, either in an article dedicated to your network or your show or your episode, or as part of a recommendation list. So say the top 10 travel podcasts you need to know about. And you can predict what publications may be coming out with these types of lists by seeing what they've done in the past as they'll follow a similar content calendar depending on the time of year, like 10 spookiest podcasts for this Halloween season. Something else that is a great strategy is applying to and hopefully winning awards. So being able to add award-winning podcasts gives your show credibility. And with the exception of paid social media, everything that I just mentioned could be done at almost no cost. Then something that works but often does have expenses attached are live shows. So you can host live shows or you can be a guest involved in a live show. You could also pitch a live show to events like Podcast Movement or put this on yourself. On that note, so applying to join the stage at major podcast events like Podcast Movement, The Podcast Show, or even smaller podcast events, putting yourself and your podcast in front of other podcast listeners wherever they are. This could be a panel, like it's a live show, 
But putting the people of the podcast in front of potential listeners is a way to enhance audience growth by increasing awareness of your show and then establishing yourself as the expert to be putting out that podcast content. Also, SEO. SEO is really important. So to give you actually an example, there is a podcast episode of a show that I handle marketing for that started gaining a lot of traction again after I helped the network launch season three. Now, this episode was actually part of a previous season, and it was seeing almost as many downloads per day as the new episodes. At first, I was stumped, but with the help of a podcast keyword tool, I actually learned that Mauritius, which is the in the title, was ranked very high for search volume in Apple Podcasts. And because it's a unique word, the keyword difficulty was actually very easy, meaning that episode with Mauritius in the title was coming up as the number one search result for everyone typing Mauritius into Apple Podcasts search bar. So incorporating keywords into the episode title, the podcast title, and the channel title are very important. For example, the channel title will likely always be the network name, but if the podcast, for example, there's a podcast called Afterlives, the Laylene Polanco story. If your podcast has a very unique name, but say it's about a real person, this could help in the search bar because people might know there's a podcast out there about this person, but not know what it's called, and they'll search that person's name. And so you'll rank in the search results. And according to Apple, podcast title, channel title, and episode title are the metadata that is used to populate results, along with the show's popularity and taking into account user behavior. Yeah, absolutely. You just said so much there. And I think it's something where, first off, I just want to say for everybody out there who's thinking, okay, I'm not a branded podcast. I don't have a whole team. What can I do? It's huge, right? To just approach other podcasts. You don't have to have a team behind you right? These are things that obviously big brands and big podcast networks are have teams and they're doing the exact same thing. So you can employ the same strategies. That's number one. And I want to come back also to what you said in terms of SEO and keyword search. I think it's so important. And we talk about SEO and keyword search a lot here at Podbean, but it's something where it's not just going to be the show notes, right? You want to make sure that the title of your episode, the title of your show has a bit of variety. So that it's something that could be uniquely searched, but it's also something where somebody's looking maybe for Mauritius, right? It's an island off of Africa. (laughs) There's probably not going to be a lot of podcasts with that title. So within that search, you're going to come up really high. Exactly. And as you mentioned, you do still want to incorporate keywords into your description, even if that's not necessarily what Apple is considering their metadata, because that description might be on your website or in other places where it is searchable. So Keyword strategy could be used in many different areas of your podcast marketing. So I completely agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. And we've worked on a lot of different projects for a lot of different kinds of podcasters and brands. So in terms of the strategies that have really worked in terms of bringing significant growth, obviously keywords is a really big one, but are there any other strategies that you can share with us? Sure. So some other strategies is making sure that you are getting those reading and reviews. So now, especially with AI tools, it has come out that tools like ChatGPT or Bard, they're using ratings and reviews to suggest podcasts when asked, what is the best travel podcast I should listen to as an example? And the reason for that is they don't have download data. So the tool only knows things that they can read and see and have access to like ratings and reviews. So I do encourage my hosts to ask their listeners for a rating and review upon occasion. 
And I suggest not sandwiching it in with a million other call to actions. So saying, follow me on social media, check out my website, do this and that, and rate and review to actually prioritize that ask because the strategy of getting those ratings and reviews really matters. Also, making sure your podcast is available everywhere. I have come into situations where podcasters will rely on their hosting platform to get their podcast out to wherever people listen to podcasts. And while it does get your podcast to most platforms, it doesn't actually get your podcast to all platforms. There's a lot of smaller podcast apps out there that are not to be discredited, that have loyal users that take those suggestions really seriously. So I'm always on the lookout for where else I can get my podcasts distributed for free, truly making sure that the podcasts are wherever people listen to podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. That's huge. And at Podbean, we have an app called Podbean, right? It's not the number one listen to podcast app in the world, but it's got a couple million people a month are listening to it. And we offer in-app promo and I'll have the link here in the show notes today, but it's something where it's free, right? Why wouldn't you have your podcast everywhere people can find your podcast? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Podcasting Smarter. If you have any podcasting questions or want to get in touch, send us an email at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.